your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Uh, a big date before that, St. Patrick's Day. And as we look forward to it on Thursday, Amory has been chatting about the history of the parades in Limerick with Dr. Matthew Potter, who's curator of the Limerick Museum. He confirms that Limerick is the second biggest parade in Ireland, but begins by explaining how two Limerick men were responsible for the date, the 17th of March, becoming a public holiday. In 1903, James O'Mara who was uh, one of the O'Mara family that owned the famous um, Limerick Bacon Factory. Um, he was MP for South Kilkenny in the British uh, Parliament, and he introduced the Bank Holiday Ireland Bill in the British House of Commons, which proposed adding the 17th of March to Limerick's four, or to Ireland's four existing bank holidays. And it, this passed through the House of Commons without any problem. And then another Limerick man, the fourth Earl of John Raven, uh, agreed to guide the bill through the House of Lords. And um, on the 17th of March, 1903, Lords and Raven, wearing a large um, mount of shamrock, brought the bill before the Lords and it was carried without any dissent. So, Spanish Day became a bank holiday in Ireland um, on the 27th of March, 1903. But it wasn't, of course, till the following year, 1904, that St. Patrick's Day actually uh, began to function as a public holiday. <clears throat> so it's down to these two Limerick gentlemen. And the idea then of holding <laughs> parades, did that come from the United States? It did. It did. It's an amazing paradox that the St. Patrick's Day parade was invented in America and then imported into Ireland rather than the other way around. Uh, the first recorded St. Patrick's Day parade was in 1766 in New York City, when Irish Catholic members of the British Army actually uh, celebrated the Saints Day by marching through the city. And then, of course, St. Patrick's Day parades began to develop in America uh, in the second half of the 19th century. They got very big. But it didn't, until after independence, really, that Patrick's Day parades began in Ireland. And they were only very formal occasions. They were only held in Dublin for the most part, and they only consisted usually of the army. So, for example, Limerick's first Patrick's Day parade was only held in 1929, and it was only the Boy Scouts who marched to begin with. Um, there were no regular uh, St. Patrick's Day parades involving the army until 1944. And really the modern parade that we know today with all the civic groups, with all the Boy Scouts, the Girl Guides, the sports organisations, the voluntary bodies, the first one of those parades in Limerick was only held in 1949 and it didn't become a regular event until 1952. So we're talking about post-war, really, the establishment of the, the, the modern past day parade in Limerick. It's just over 70 years old, you might say. So when did the county Limerick parade start, do you know? They would have begun, begun sporadically then in the 1960s and in the 1970s. And like that, they would have um, been held for some years and then they might have lapsed again and then they would be revived again. They really only came into their own in the last 30 years or so. They would tend to follow the um, example of the city. The big sort of development of a St. Patrick's Day festival around St. Patrick's Day, that really is um, a development in the 1970s. The, the first sort of civic parade was 1949. It became a regular event in 52. This is Limerick City now. In 1954 then, the, the industrial floats were included for the first time. Uh, so, for example, companies like Cleves and Todds and Canucks and so on would have been uh, represented. And then, I suppose, that would remain the format then right through the 60s. But then in 1971, there was a major addition to the festivities when um, the first band parade was held. Um, now, of course, Limerick is the only place in Ireland where there is an international band parade held on an annual basis. 
for Patrick's Day. And it was a Limerick man called Kevin Imbush who worked for Shannon Development. He got the idea of, um, he thought that there was a lot of bands, American bands again coming to Ireland in 1969 <clears throat> to Dublin. He thought then if they were in Ireland, why can't they come down to Limerick and take part in a separate parade there? So the first international band parade in Limerick or was, was 1971 when nine bands marched, uh, American bands. And then, of course, over the years, the band parade has continued to flourish. Uh, but then you see, then another I had development then was 972. It was thought, if we have two parades in Limerick, we have the, the Patrick's Day Parade and we have the band parade, which usually is held the Sunday after Patrick's Day. Why not create a week-long series of festivities? And this was known as Limerick Civic Week, which many of us remember. And that lasted for about 30 years, 1972 to about 2001. What happened then was, in addition to the, um, the two parades, and there was a whole series of other events held um, and actually one of the most famous of these events was in 1978 when Limerick Civic Week a pop group competition was held in the Stella Ballroom in Limerick uh, City and it was won by a young and upcoming group called U2 very good. And the, the International Band Parade, you can see the American influence on that even in recent years, some of the, Very much so. the big bands. And, and to be honest, it's as popular, if not sometimes more popular than the Patrick's Day Parade itself because it, it draws hu- huge crowds. Um, this year's Patrick's Day Parade, uh, St. Patrick's Day Parade route is going to be changed from right. uh, previous years in terms of the route. Do you know anything That's about right. that? I do. Well, this year's parade, of course, the change of the route is due to the works that are going on in, um, you know, Connell Street. So what's happening this year is that the parade is starting as usual in Sarsfield, um, 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 Sarsfield Barracks, down O'Connell Avenue, O'Connell Street, but then taking a left at the GPO um, onto South Street and then taking a right uh, beyond the GPO onto um, Henry Street and then down as far as the reviewing stand, which is going to be on, on, on Liddy Street, where uh, the former Dunn Stores building is now occupied by the University of Limerick and sort of terminate in um, in Arthur's Key. I should point out, of course, that the parade route has varied a lot over the years. For example, in 1953 now, for example, one of the earliest parades, it left Sarsfield Barracks, but instead of going down O'Connell Avenue, O'Connell Street, it went down Edward Street, Parnell Street, William Street, O'Connell Street, Barrington Street, and it ended on Perry Square, then in 1995, it took the current route, which began basically up around O'Connell Avenue and down to Arthur's Key. But then uh, about 20 odd years ago, the route was reversed. Uh, some of us may remember that where it started down around Arthur's Key and went up O'Connell Street as far as, um, as, far as Sarsfield Barracks. So there's been a variety of, um, of routes down through the years. The idea of the Grand Marshals in Limerick, do you know who was first to be given the honour? <laughs> yeah, I do. You see, there was a big revamp of the Patrick's Day Parade then around 2002 when it was taken over by a body called the Limerick Coordination Office. And, and then it was taken over by Limerick City and County Council. And nowadays, of course, it's run by the Council's um, Culture and Arts Department in partnership with the uh, Council's Marketing and Communications Department. But as part of this revamp back just around 20 years ago, the first Grand Marshal was appointed in 2002, and that was Peter Clossey, the renowned rugby player. And, of course, there's been a lot of um, uh, uh, Grand Marshals since then, such as Celia Holman-Lee and um, M.O. Driscoll, Ed Walsh, first president of UL, and Dr. Nora Patton, the, the um, aeronautical engineer who hopes to be the first um, Irish astronaut. But then in 2003, another innovation was brought in, which was the first ever team for the parade. And um, it was Miles Breen, 
who was the artistic director in that particular year. And his team that year was, um, I'm from Limerick, past, present and future. So there's been all sorts of themes over the years as well. There was a Go Green one in 2009, which could be interpreted as green for Limerick, green for Patrick's Day and green for the environment. And then, of course, there was a city culture of culture team in 2014 as part of Limerick's uh, year as the National City of Culture. Now, we like to describe the Limerick City event as the biggest one outside of Dublin. Is that a fair assessment, Matthew? It is, It is. yes. Good. Um, it is because, um, for example, in um, in 2018, there was 4,000 participants in the Limerick Parade. Um, and then the same year, of course, the, the band parade featured uh, 21 bands. I think perhaps one of the reasons why the Limerick Parade is so large is because, well, first of all, there is a tremendous community spirit in Limerick, a tremendous amount of voluntary organisations, sporting bodies, cultural organisations and so on. And secondly then, of course, um, the actual O'Connell Street itself is the longest uh, direct sort of straight boulevard in the entire country. Um, if you think of the alternatives like O'Connell Street, Dublin, Patrick Street, Cork, um, 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 you know the, the the series of main streets in Waterford. They're 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 they're, they're considerably shorter than O'Connell Street. So I think we have a kind of a a natural theatre here in Limerick for staging um, a Patrick's Day parade. And I think that's one of the reasons why it has become the the, the second largest in the country. Right, really interesting stuff there, Dr. Matthew Potter, curator of the Limerick Museum, chatting to Anne-Marie about the history of Limerick St. Patrick's Day Parade. Uh, a couple of things, Peter Clossie was mentioned as a, a Grand Marshal of the past, and of course the Limerick Hurlers, who, who will be leading the city parade uh, this year. And uh, also Matthew mentioned Sarsfield Barracks, uh, and they have uh, a very interesting centenary celebration happening themselves uh, over the next few days, and we'll talk about that later in the show and in terms of the weather well still a tiny bit early I mean obviously there'll be weather tomorrow uh, but apparently uh, Met Aaron are saying St. Patrick's Day will be a mainly dry day with some sunshine and just isolated showers early in the day afternoon temperatures 12 or 13 degrees with light to moderate southwest breezes uh, falling light southeast later and current indications suggest the settled spell that starts tomorrow Wednesday night will continue into the bank holiday weekend with sunshine light winds and temperatures of 30 or 14 degrees in the afternoon and clear skies at night, allowing temperatures to fall below freezing, bringing some frost. That doesn't sound too bad at all, does it? Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.